All right, what's up and how's it going, guys? I'm your host, Jacob Nestor, and we are in the closet. Today, I'm joined by, obviously, my constant co-host, Nick, hanging out down there. Just got off work. How's it going, dude? What's up? I just got off work. Fuck yeah. Just coming in here. Appreciate you coming in. He's coming in right off work, and he's got something to do right at the end of the episode. Let's see if we can squeeze this episode in time, uh, yeah, hopefully. Man. Uh, and also, we're joined by my buddy, Nathan Parker. What's up, dude? How you hey. doing? Doing pretty good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Nathan, um, he wrote in his uh, Nolan list on the Nolan episode that we did. Who had uh, he oh, was nice. one? He was one of the two who had Memento at number one. So obviously, trash list, and I hate him. Um, <laughs> Wait, did you say Memento at number one? <laughs> yes. Interesting. That's fair. I, I, I know a lot of people that put Memento at number one. Uh, That's no, a great no, movie. It's fine. It's a Jacob's good movie. A fucking it's, a, it's a good movie. It's it's fine. Whatever. We'll move past that, though. We're going to go into the non-spoiler what we've been watching section, as always. If, Nick, you want to kick us off with what you've been watching recently. Um. So, I finally started updating my letterbox because it's fucking... Halloween baby, Woo! and I'm, I've been going ham on the horror movies. Mix on the litter um, box. Whether that's horror yeah, movies, whatever. Um, whether that's season of the witch, baby, let's go. Yes, sir. And uh, I honestly, it's a terrible movie. I've seen season of the witch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I've been just fucking pumping out like shitty movies, really good horror movies, uh, just you know, all around. Uh, but some highlights of this week. Uh, I've, I've watched like at least two a day, man. Uh-huh. But some highlights is Climax, the um, Gaspar Noah, latest Gaspar Noah. Yeah, whatever. Well, I, don't, uh, I don't even know if I said it right. I'm pretty sure it's Noah, but I'm pretty I sure it it's French, so movies. neither of us will pronounce it actually right. But <laughs> that's that's facts. Have you that's seen facts. any of his other movies? Um, I have. I've seen uh, Enter the Void. I haven't seen uh, any of his yeah. movies. And I really want to. Um, I really want to get into. They're them. really fucking weird, and climax is definitely um, one of the weirder ones. Uh, and I really fucking dug it, man. It was a good ass movie. Um, like it hit all my my uh, G spots. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it hit everything correctly, <laughs> man. It, uh, there's some funny moments in it, but uh, it definitely hit my uh, boner bone. No, uh, I I saw about um I I have seen like the first like thirty minutes of that movie. I was watching it with some people and they got you? and they got weirded out and stopped watching it. And so no! and so I didn't end up finishing uh. it because I was hanging out with them. But I was fucking loving it, and I um I totally know what you mean. <laughs> I, I recommend, man. Yeah, I recommend. I, I got uh, it. If you on my list if you while. like that psychological like um art house type horror um i'm probably gonna watch suspiria tonight if you like shit like that man um high key recommend climax uh other than that uh i saw a uh a found footage movie called grave encounters uh i saw both of those grave encounters one and two um and this is like um i know a lot of people shit on found footage i've never had an issue with found footage for the most part in fact, I found a lot of found footage movies to be really inventive in the way they use camera work and whatnot, um, because you can do whatever. It's freestyle almost. Um, this is a really good ass like 
I'll give you the premise of this uh, found footage movie. Uh-huh. It's basically like um, ghost hunter type shows and whatnot. Uh, this production team is going out to like different locations and, you know, doing like, you know, those like, uh, you've seen like ghost hunters and stuff where they uh-huh. like go pretty extreme and like outlandish stuff. And yeah. they basically uh, show them doing that. And then they're on their seventh episode and they're going to a, uh like a psychiatric hospital that's been abandoned where they used to do uh lobotomies and other crazy experiments and basically they get they decide like most uh horror i mean sorry most ghost tv shows they like stay the night there um and they end up facing stuff that you know they weren't expecting and it's really good nice. uh there's one scene in particular with a bathtub that was awesome and uh, I replayed it about 15 times during my viewing of this. Um, I, I do want to shout out the second. I'm, I won't spoil this movie too much, but I do want to shout out the second one because it does tie into the first one in an interesting way. And uh, if you do like, if you're interested in like filmmaking and like documentary filmmaking, it's like super meta and you probably will enjoy that. Um, really good horror movies there. Uh, let's see. Last one I put on here. Oh, I actually watched this. Uh, when we finished our marathon of Evil Dead, um, Sam Raimi's I Spit on Your Grave came oh. out 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck, man. This movie's good. Uh, yeah. My only issue with it is like some visuals that are pretty dated and uh, the PG-13 rating. Mm-hmm. But even with that PG-13 rating, man, this movie's fucking brutal. Real scary. Yeah. Um, fucking, I feel like Sam Raimi's the only director that can appropriately do like jump scares like there's so many in this movie but they're like good yeah they're scary and they're like done well like they're not just a jump scare they're like i don't know it adds to the story yeah uh which is interesting and really cool um this is a great movie high key uh recommend any horror watcher or any like sam raimi fan if you haven't seen this movie definitely check it out tight and uh that is some highlights for me Right on. Sounds good. Sounds good. I gotta. I gotta check those out. I fucking. I wanna check I think out I've. Too. I think I've only actually seen the three Spider-Man movies and then the Evil Dead movies. Uh, by Sam Raimi. I think those are the only Sam Raimi oh, movies I've seen. Um, those are definitely his so famous, famous movies. He also I need to check he did that out. Wizard of Oz movie. That oh, came out. that's a lot. I guess I have seen that movie. Too yeah. wow ago. Oz the Great and Powerful or some shit. Yeah, the one with um, James Franco. James Franco. Yeah. Yeah. I don't um, remember that in the slightest. Yeah, I, I barely remember that no, movie, but Spider-Man either. 2 is like a top three superhero movie of all time for me and one of my personal oh, favorites. Yeah. So, love that movie. I anyway. fucking rewatched Spider-Man 2 a few months ago and I just... Mm-hmm. God damn, man. That movie's damn so near good. perfect. Yeah. It's weird. I, it's I, really I, weird how good that movie is. I really, I really do think it's mm-hmm. a perfect movie. I love Spider-Man 2. It's fucking awesome. Anyway, uh, I'd say Nathan. it's the definition of a good superhero movie, to be honest. Oh, for sure. For it's sure. like it's like definition of like a superhero movie where they use like the the element of like, uh, oh my god, he's like, I mean, on his lowest of lows, he's like, you know, doing the worst job in the world, and like you have to care for him. Like, I give a fuck yeah. about Peter Parker in that movie, mm-hmm. and uh, I give, a, I don't know, the the villain's a fucking amazing. Alfred Molina's great. 
god, yes. We'll stop. We'll stop talking about uh, Spider Man, but I, I fucking love that movie. Yeah, maybe we'll do a podcast on Spider Man Two, so we can just gush about it for a while. You should just do it on all three. Just... Of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure that, sure that. Maybe we, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, though, um, what have you guys seen this week? My picks. Yeah, Nathan, what, what you been watching? Well, I've been on a horror binge this month. Of course, of course. it is so. the Season of the Witch. When I said that earlier, I was talking about the song. I didn't know there was a movie called Season of the Witch. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm pretty sure the third Halloween movie... Okay, we're going off another <laughs> tangent here. Third Halloween matter. movie um, was... So the studio that bought the first two, Carpenter was like, ah, I'm done after the first one. Yeah. Um, and he, he, he just like produced the second one. But the third one... Uh, the studio was like, eh, let's get away from this like fucking oh, yeah. Michael Myers shit. I actually shit. haven't seen it, but I'm and very it, interested in that. Isn't that the one with the pumpkin It's heads? a whole nother, like, they wanted to go anthology style. And it's like mm-hmm. a whole nother movie. It's really weird. And then Michael doesn't come back until the fourth one. But um, Season of the Witch is uh, the third Halloween movie, and it's pretty bad. So Fuck that, yeah. I've heard things about it. Mm-hmm. If we do a Halloween episode, Jacob, I'll, we'll watch it. Um, it's not good. If we do a Halloween episode. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We're doing a Halloween episode of, uh, yeah. in December if we have to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think I think the next episode is going to be on Halloween. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys see this week? Go ahead. Yeah, keep um, sorry. Sorry, Nathan. Before I say it, no, it's all good. Before I say that, I heard John Carpenter was drunk off his ass when he made the second one script for Halloween. <laughs> That's what I heard. Oh, I'm really? just speculating. He got drunk. That's he was fucking like, funny. No kid in the world. And you know, lately I know he's been selling out a lot, right? And that's not a bad thing necessarily. Oh, yeah. Right? He's honest about it. I enjoy that. Um At least he's I of John Carpenter I... though. Go ahead. I have been watching a lot of the movies recently. This okay. one, They Live, Ooh. is one of them. Mm-hmm. Very good. And the second one, which isn't a horror movie exactly, but it is a John Carpenter movie. Big Trouble in Little China. Yes, I. A classic. I've only seen The Thing by John Carpenter. Really? That's the only Carpenter movie really? I've seen. Dude, I've, I've seen, seen like, almost all of them. They're wow. great. Yeah, so I, I've been I've been really wanting to, but um, like a lot of them aren't on streaming services, which is fucking stupid. So. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, what was that vampire vampire movie Carpenter did again? You were saying? Oh, uh, it's literally just called John Carpenter's Vampires. Was that the one with called. Canoe in it? Honestly, I've not seen that one. <laughs> I think the that was the one with Keanu. I'm not sure. I, no, Keanu that was something that? Else. No, the no, one with Keanu. Is, that's in the, is that interview? The Ford Coppola one. Bram Stoker's Yeah, Bram Stoker's one. Yeah, Bram Stoker's one. Is it? It's with, by oh, Coppola. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Oh, it's a, a couple of one. Yeah, I right. think I'm pretty sure Christian Bale and Winona Ryder are in that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I know about Christian Bale. I know Winona. Yeah, I know Winona's Ryder. in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, John Carpenter. You should see more of his movies, except The Fog. That one sucks. Yeah, I, I definitely need to. In that one. <laughs> I love The Thing. The Thing is uh, fucking amazing. I, I want to rewatch that before the month that ends. That is the definition and, of a uh, perfect horror movie, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I fucking I agree, dog. I agree. The Thing is... I've never, like, I've never seen anything like The Thing in terms of uh, horror and suspense like that. Like, and that yeah. was, like, it has the, horror. The setting is amazing. The suspense is great. The story is amazing. Like, I was, I was never really because, into horror movies growing up. That's why I like... Uh, I've been kind of catching up in these past two years, 
and the thing was really one of the first like real horror movies that i like watched all the way through and was like just fucking terrified by it but like in in love with it you know yeah exactly that movie's scary as hell mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. for sure you've been watching anything else yeah um other than those horror movies i rewatched the fly one and two nice. really good nice if you haven't seen the second one you should just yeah. saying i didn't even know there was a second one dog what Honestly, it's, it's my favorite. Did Cronenberg do it as well? What? No, I don't think he did. Okay. But he just did the first one. It's interesting. The thing is, the the pacing, it's fast as hell. You will not even know where you are. It'll be over before you know it. But it's so good. Mm-hmm. I think it has just as good body horror, just as good characters. Which those two main characters in this one, and all, this is a minor spoiler. It's literally tell, told you from the you know right off. Every every other character is an asshole, and you want to root for only these two other guys. So it's hilarious. It's that really is. good. That's funny. Yeah, I highly recommend that. Other I've than that, uh, Creep Show by Stephen Creep King, show. I think. Okay. Creep Show. Or is it? No, it's George A. Romero. What am I talking about? Yeah, but Stephen King's in it in one of the. Okay. He wrote it. He wrote all the. Did he write the, the original stories, story? Or written by him. I, yeah. I don't know if he did, but I'll Stories. say you're right. I think he did because he's a pretty good. There's a. The the one he, Stephen King's in that I believe he's in one of those. He uh, and he's the farmer, and he's like, I yeah. specifically, You've he like that? picks up this shit. He's like, yeah, he's like picking up this thing from this like thing that's just landed in his uh, fucking yard. He's like, meteor shit. <laughs> yeah, and I just like, that's, that's like the rich. only thing I remember from that. I, that's the only shit I remember from it. Yeah, original and, screenplay uh, by Stephen King. Always crack me up. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing is. Uh, it was it was a joint project that they did together because um, it was a bunch of short stories that uh, Stephen King actually wrote, and then he was like, well, "I got my fucking filmmaker buddy, let's just make it, it was into a comic, an right? anthology." Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh my god, we're going off so many tangents. I and mean, you know what? I'm not Dude, even going to go into it. This is the fucking it, podcast. Yeah, right. This yeah. is every single you know episode what? I of can this show. Easily this the train back into it because I heard Stephen King actually helped. You know. Uh, what's the word? Fund Evil Dead Two. He made really? a company or something. I thought it was he called did. Rosebud. He did huh. fund it, I think. I right think on. he literally he did. loved it so much that he went out of his way to make a company and fund it. That's he awesome. That much. And uh, I believe it was Carpenter that uh, helped with Evil Dead Two as well. Really? Um, I could be wrong. It might be Wes Craven, honestly. Actually, uh, also be great. I did not know either of those people helped. That's cool. Uh, I'll look it up. I'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. Right on, right on. You got anything else you want to share? It was, was crazy. One more thing, just for the hell of it. Yeah. Been watching BoJack Horseman. Pretty good Tight. so far. BoJack Horseman like is one of my favorite shows, period. BoJack yeah. Horseman what, what is... What season are you on? I literally I, just found season two, I think. I love BoJack Horseman. For, yeah. BoJack's really good, man. I think the last episode that. I watched is when, minor spoiler, I'd say this isn't even a big deal in the show. There's so many elements to it that it's it would fly past, past your head, right? Mm-hmm. But when Mr. Peanut Butter gets married to a, that, mm-hmm. his like writer, yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. Nice, nice, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. That show's just an absolute emotional trip. And the uh, soundtrack, the soundtrack is great, really. Yeah, for sure, for sure it is. I love it. 
Um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Speaking of a little transition into what I've been watching, speaking of other great shows, um, finished The Boys last week. The Boys season two ended last week. Um, you you a fan of that show, Nathan? You seen any of that? Uh, I honestly started it, and I thought it was funny at first. It was a little grotesque. It's very grotesque. The only parts I remember is when that guy is like running, and she just gets he runs obliterated. to the fucking girl. Yeah, it's yeah. the first scene of the first episode. Um, yeah. But I haven't watched all of it. I'm planning to watch it though. It looks Nick, cool. Did oh, you... And the part where he kills the invisible guy. Yeah. That's the yeah. only other part. Did you Did you finish <laughs> season two, Nick? Um, I did. Yeah. Um, I really liked it a lot. I, man. I loved it. Fact, I'm I'm really glad with that. how it finished. I I think it was a really really good season. Honestly. I think so too. I do wish it was a few episodes longer. Um, but I thought, you know, for the, for what they had, they wrapped it up pretty nicely in the second season. I, I do think se- second season might be better than the first I, one. I, I also it's got agree. a lot more depth to it. I agree it's got a lot more purely depth for, like, I, I think the, the characters are just so interesting in that show. And, it, it, the I mean, the characters are so interesting. And obviously, just in the second season, naturally how it is, it gives you a lot more room to go into who these characters are. Um, and I just love that because I just love I all the characters in the show. They're just so, so, so well fleshed out and so good. Um, fuck Nazis. D- fuck that Nazi bitch. Uh, whoa, fuck Nazis whoa, America. That's literally no, wait, a spoiler. That's literally that. a spoiler, bro. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Whoa, whoa, just whoa. Okay, Nazi. Yeah, fuck. Just, just in general, fuck. What do you Nazis. mean? Who, who, yeah. how, like, how is that a spoiler? I'm not saying this... who's a Nazi in that show. I, yeah, I, That's true. I haven't I'm not seen saying it. Saying I have no idea what he's talking about. All right, all right, all right. Fuck, fuck Nazis. I feel like we shouldn't have to say that, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Apparently second season's uh, awesome. And I'm so, so glad I, I, with how I love, it ended. I love the political, like, Side the thing, the that, thing that I think is so genius. interesting about the show, why I love it so much, is being a, an adult, um, you know, air, air quotes around an adult superhero show, um, just like with having um, more adult themes, showing more graphic stuff, um, and then also being a show that's so deeply rooted in um, commentary. It's all just like commentary on America and war and such like that, practically. Oh, yeah. Like, very um, recent. With both of those two things, it's so, so easy to fuck it up and just be, like, incredibly cringy or just take all the super low-hanging fruit and just be really not creative when dealing with these types mm. of things. But I think the show's writing is really just so well done, and I think it really t- uh, teeters that line just really perfectly. And it's just so, so engaging and so fucking cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I really love the boys. And I'm really glad with how season two ended. And I'm super excited for season three because I'm pretty sure it's confirmed. So that that should be exciting. I, um, I go Moving on to the movies I've watched this week, though. Uh, I watched Get Duked. Nick recommended this movie last week. There's a new movie on Amazon Prime, I believe it was. And it's fucking awesome. I really liked it. It's um, I really it's really just kind of held together by its main cast of the four boys, but them four and their characters and like their relationships and how they play off each other is just so in it's so interesting and engaging and makes it just a really funny, um, fun ride, um, with some interesting twists and turns. 
Um, there's some issues with the plot, and I I'm on. Uh, there's some ways that the story wrapped up with some of the questions in it that I thought was kind of lame, honestly. But um, the movie is just so fucking enjoyable, and I'm pretty sure it's a directorial debut. Um, so I, I'm I'm really excited to check out more from that guy. Been a lot of great directorial debuts that um I've watched this year. If you've fucking uh seen the first episode of this <laughs> podcast, talk about um. A lot of directorial debuts on that. Um, just another great one of the year for sure. Other you movie. Said, that... um, you, you said this movie was at a film festival earlier. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was at. It Sundance. had a different name or something. Yeah, it was at Sundance earlier this year. I it was under a different name, like Boys State Getaway, some shit like that. I don't know. I can't remember oh. it. Um, but the title, uh, it does work. Uh, I remember you. You said there was a good a good gimmick with it. Obviously. Um, I knew it, and it was it was done well. I I thought it was funny. I thought I thought it was pretty um, funny, yeah. Uh, and I I liked that scene a lot. Uh, uh, I guess well, I don't think this will be a spoiler. Um, but the rap scene in it is fire. I'm got I gotta admit it's pretty fire. Uh, I, <laughs> I was, was like, funny, oh, yeah. this is hot. This, this is cool. Um, that was, that was fun to watch. Definitely recommend that movie. Just the overall good time for sure. Uh, next thing I watched is Come and See. This is a 1985 war ru- war movie from. It takes place in World War II Soviet Russia, and um and it is one of the most horrifying depictions of war I've ever seen. It is one of the most unsettling, disturbing movies I've ever seen, and it fucking shook me to my goddamn core. It's all really about um, war, obviously, but about how war affects children and all the ways it does. Mm. Um, and it's all just about children, practically. Um, God, and it's just such an intense experience. Uh, there's a lot of shots that I think are so interesting in the movie. Um, it does a lot of uh, those like POV shots. Um, where you're following uh, the person or like sometimes you don't realize it's a POV shot until later. Um, and there's a lot of like a lot of the dialogue scenes is like they're staring straight into the camera. So it's like literally putting you in the shoes of those characters. Um, and it's done in a really, really good way. And it adds to the, just like an absolute emotional, just fucking gut punch um, of the recurring face of seeing this main character um throughout these like different stages throughout the movie just seeing like the deterioration in his face and his um life basically is just fucking horrifying um can't recommend it enough it's awesome it's just i've seen the cover the criterion Mm -hmm. cover his face is like "Ah, i can't even it's it's a it looks good it's a super disturbing good movie the only issue i had with it is there's like this narration that comes in every once in a while. It happens probably at like four or five different points throughout it. And it's completely unnecessary and unneeded and didn't add anything. And I and it didn't make sense. Like it wasn't like recurring in a way that made sense. And it kind of just pulled me out of it. But that, that was really the only issue I had with it. It's a fucking awesome movie. Um, yeah, I saw that on the Criterion channel. Hi- highly, highly recommend. Um and then after that, that's when I finally started getting into my horror Halloween binge, of course. And I started it out with new Halloween horror masterpiece by the one and only 
Adam Sandler, Hubie Halloween. I'm glad to see that. <laughs> and uh, I gotta this say, this has been in the in the circuits, man. This is highly regarded by a lot of modern horror fans. Uh, that I one know. of the best. Uh, no. um, <laughs> it's not scary at all. It's just a straight up comedy, obviously. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. I'm going to be honest. I really enjoyed oh, okay. it. It's it's a lot of the jokes really actually landed for me. Um, it was very obviously written in one day. And it was just so that Adam Sandler and his friends could go on vacation. That is perfectly fine because the jokes fucking land. There is just the funniest fucking bit with Steve Buscemi in it and Shaq in it. Um, and it's just an enjoyable movie. Honestly, it's just enjoyable, funny. Um, it's not a long watch. It was probably like an hour and a half. Um, it's just, you know, a good movie to put on, you know, hanging out with the boys and you're just really fucking tired and just put it on. And it's a it's a it's a good time. Super. Um, just super just, tired. Just, just just funny. Good shit. After that, I finally, oh, yeah. uh, I finally watched um, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I really nice. loved it. It was really fucking awesome. This movie really shook me. It was uh, spooky as all hell, and it was shot so cool. And um, I would fucking die for those zoom ins and zoom outs. They're just awesome, and I love them. Uh, and I, you know, not much to say about that movie. It's a classic, and I definitely lived up to my expectations. Uh, and it was just awesome. It deeply, uh, deeply made me feel unsettled for sure. After that, I got to catch Videodrome, David Cronenberg movie. Uh, I think it came out eighty three, maybe. Uh, it was the movie he made before The Fly, um, and it's fucking crazy oh my god i love this movie just insanely cool body horror of course which comes with david cronenberg movies um but the thing that uh, the only other david cronenberg movie i'd seen is the fly which i do really enjoy i love the fly but um i, I felt like it kind of lacked in sub some substance and thematically it was just kind of um one-dimensional i guess um, and it was a super enjoyable, fun movie, I thought, but um, didn't really leave a lasting impression on me, I guess. But Videodrome really did. And there's just so much in the movie um, to dissect and talk about and think about that. I just think it's such a such a cool fucking movie. Uh, Death to Videodrome, Long Live the New Flesh. One of my new favorite fucking end lines ever. I love end lines and movies that perfectly encapsulate uh, the whole rest of the movie. That one, uh, you know, forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Shit like that. Love those. Adding this to the list of one of my favorite end lines. Um, and I highly recommend Video Drone. That got added to the Criterion channel. Um, and it's just super fucking mind bending. Super fucking weird very weirdly sexually charged as a lot of david cronenberg movies i'm starting to find are it seems like um yeah it's interesting uh i think it's definitely not an old man yells at cloud movie which a lot of people kind of perceive it as of just an old man shouting against media fucking controlling us and like the downsides of it and how media and violence like ruins us and such. I don't really think that's what the movie's about. I do think it's a lot uh, deeper than that. 
and it's a lot more interesting. Um, and I'm I I'm super excited to rewatch it. I'm debating doing a video on it. Um, but we'll see if I rewatch it and do that. Um, but uh, video drum though, fucking awesome. Highly recommend that movie. And then the last two I was able to catch this week, I caught Black Christmas, another 70s horror movie. They added a big collection of 70s horror movies on the Criterion channel. So I've been kind of working through those. Um, and I, this movie is really upsetting to me because I love basically all of it. Like 99% of this movie it was so fucking awesome. And I was loving it. But there's just one thing in the back of my mind the whole time of like, uh, they, I don't know why the they're not shedding the attic. Uh, why aren't they checking the attic? But whatever. Um, it'll, you know, they'll figure it out. And then the movie ends, and I'm just like, <sighs> okay, they still haven't checked the attic. The the whole movie just completely fucking falls apart because of that. Like, it just makes no fucking sense why they wouldn't, and just ruins a lot of it of what could have been a really, really influential, great movie that I think. It, it was one of the first movies that had that um, the POV villain shot, you know, um, of the villain lurking around. Um, this was, I think, like the first movie that did that. Um, and it's fucking used a great effect in it. All the characters are super interesting. Uh, and it's a really engaging story. But it sucks because that one aspect actually just completely fucking dismantles the movie. Which Don't is you hate that shit, tragic. Though? It makes me so upset. Yeah. It, it, I, I'd still recommend it. I know some people who do love that movie, and I, it, like I said, I love basically everything else, but I just try and forget that because everything else is just so cool, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, that's the way she goes sometimes. And the last thing that I was able to catch this week though was Theater of Blood. This is a Vincent Price uh movie, and so it's fucking awesome. It's. Just the title. It's honestly, it's not really a horror movie. I honestly felt like it was just a straight up comedy, and I fucking loved it. It's awesome. It's Vincent old ass Vincent Price, who's a super dramatic Shakespearean uh, actor who um, is taking revenge on the critics who wrote bad reviews of him, and it's just fucking hell. And it's just oh shit, (laughs) Google heard me. Um, shit, they're fucking listening to us. What does um, Google have to say about Vincent Price? Uh, Google loves Vincent Price, of course. Who doesn't? Okay. Uh, but it's yeah, really the good. whole movie is just watching Vincent Price just have an absolute blast. You can tell he was having a great time. He said something about how it was one of his favorite movies to film ever. And you can obviously tell that in his performance. And it's just so, just so funny and awesome. And I highly recommend Theater of Blood. It's just fucking hilarious, honestly. Really just fun movie. Check that shit out for nice. sure. Anyway, that's it. That's going to be oh, it for funny. Oh. Really quick, sorry. It's What's funny up? you no. bring up uh, Texas Chainsaw because mm-hmm. I went ahead and watched the 2003 remake and I saw the Texas okay. or Texas Chainsaw 3D. And um, if you had to watch any Texas, if you had to watch them, well, maybe don't watch them. But um, I, I guess I'm just saying. I don't think there's been any other good Texas Chainsaw movies since the first one, <laughs> um, which and there's been a lot. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, but I just found I found those two interesting, I guess, yeah. to say the least. For sure. Yeah. 
yeah anyway that's gonna wrap it up for that section uh check all those movies out if you haven't seen them let us know if you watch them if you fucking hated them or if you loved them um or whatever you know and that's gonna i would be... love to know what people uh think about climax that's such an insane yeah. movie that i feel like you can get so much out of it. i'm i'm definitely gonna watch that before the next podcast um I'll give some obviously yes. some real thoughts on that. I'm I'm super excited. That movie is fucking awesome. It's very very cool. Um. Anyway, that's gonna end the mark for that section. We're gonna move into the topic of the week, which is the Evil Dead series ranked. Of course, this is we're gonna try and be as spoiler free as possible, but you know, giving our thoughts on those movies still. But to kick it off we're gonna start obviously at the bottom of our list and we'll just go around and keep doing that um nick do you want to start us off with what is your least favorite movie in the evil dead series uh the first one okay probably yeah um why i guess I, i'm gonna have i'm gonna switch it over back to you guys i gotta re- switch my uh mic out really quick okay. i'm sorry yeah no that's fine that's fine um nathan you want to go then What's, yeah. your, what's your least favorite? I, you know, I, I rewatched them recently mm-hmm. and I thought it'd be the first one for me because that I didn't like as much the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. But I rewatched and I was like, you know what? This is pretty good. So out of all of them, I'll probably just say the remake because okay. it's just not connected. It's just not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely its own. That own hurt story. my soul. It's <laughs> <laughs> a take. Ooh, it's harsh. But. Um, probably not as harsh on you as what my take is going to end up being, which, um, my least favorite Evil Dead movie is Evil Dead 2. And Mm. I'd say, um, it's my least favorite by far. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say about it. Uh, we're obviously going to go into it, into our next section when we, uh, but, um, yeah. Evil Dead 2 is my least favorite Evil Dead for sure though. Um Nick, what about you? What's your what's your next one? Number number three in the series? Oh we're we're not good. Wait. We... I guess do, do you want to talk, talk about, about sorry, I, you, I guess you you didn't end up getting you didn't end up talking about why why number one was your least favorite. I, I, I guess we'll probably go back to it. Uh number one is um is honestly a pretty solid uh film. It's just, you know, it's got a lot of, like, just student film issues, like lighting, uh, just, like, shots in the frame that shouldn't be there. Uh, and, like, you know, it's definitely got a lower budget. Um, but I think it's still really good. Oh. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay, sorry. It just oh, you're good. Noise. Uh, I, I think it's really good. It's just uh, compared to the other ones for me, uh, I, I get a lot more enjoyment out of them. So, but sure. I, I think it's great. Uh, specifically, I think the fucking claymation part of this movie is astounding. It looks yeah. so good. Yeah, it's um, when, when the but, bodies are deteriorating. Yeah. It's just yes, it's really fucking cool. I agree. That's probably my favorite part of it. Yeah. Um, also, it's iconic. It's iconic for you know laying the, um, lay, laying some horror standards for sure that uh, a lot of other movies, you know, took from. Yeah, it, de- it definitely it definitely is iconic in a lot of ways. Do you want to also um, talk about your number three, uh, 
third favorite Evil Dead movie? Um, I'm gonna put number two there. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Uh. And uh, again, think... in that we won't talk about that too much, just because we'll actually go in depth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The next section. But um. I, I'll just say I put number two there, and then we'll get into mm-hmm. it then. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Nathan, what about you? Your third favorite? Uh, probably Army of Darkness. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, why? Why is that? Why is that? I uh, I honestly assumed that you'd have that higher because you have the Army of Darkness shirt. And stuff. Yeah. Well, I just like. Well, to be honest like they're all connected right but army of darkness just doesn't have the bloody gore as the other two did like it wasn't as like it's still a rated out movie mm-hmm. like there's a part that i distinctly remember that like i was like this movie needs some more gore or something but then bruce campbell just says fuck like fuck out of my face i was laughing my ass off but, yeah <laughs> like i don't know like it's not really a you know, a con, but the skeleton army could have been a lot cooler. I feel they were kind of a gimmick. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree. I actually um I swear to God that there 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 were shots where depending on how the soldiers, like the real people, were mm-hmm. interacting with the skeletons, it would obviously because of that it would be different. It would either be CGI mm-hmm. or claymation or such. But I swear to God, there were certain shots when it was like. Um, like a human specifically interacting with them, it would be a dude in a fucking skeleton costume, yeah. and it was like very, very obvious. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is a little weird. It was a little cringy that they couldn't do that in a better way. Uh, I gotta but... say something about that. Uh, this is like my this is probably my second time seeing Army of Darkness yesterday, mm-hmm. um, or a few days ago, and that I specifically rem- remember that. Yeah. being like an issue for me on my second watch it didn't bother me at all it, it fact, didn't bother me personally it, i just noticed that well no like it bothered me when i okay. first watched okay. it yeah. like yeah. bothered me and like i was like this is real dated i don't know why people still like appreciate this but on my second viewing and we'll go into it i fucking love uh uh army of darkness i really mm-hmm. did and, yeah, and yeah. that that stuff like that and the effects and whatnot uh while being dated didn't bother me at all mm-hmm. but, for sure yeah 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 um that goes into my number three in the series um i gotta give it to the evil dead remake um and like i was saying how i have um i think evil dead 2 is pretty further uh down compared to the other three in the series i did i did enjoy uh the remake quite a bit um but there are some things that I don't like about some of the other movies that I don't like in this movie, especially where it just is like inconsistencies with the demons and them possessing people and how that works um, and such. And uh, the the biggest thing um, this will I, I am going to say a spoiler right now. Um, the, the biggest thing for me was um, when he buries the his sister and then he's like, no, and he digs her back up, and then she's fine, and then she's fine yeah. for the entire rest of the movie. That that completely ruined the entire ending of it for me, honestly, because I was Whoa, like, I was like, what? She was possessed already. Like, I I don't yeah. understand how she's okay right now. Like, this doesn't make any sense. And somehow a battery and a syringe just like stuck stuck in her works. Like, what the yeah. fuck? It's it, kind of funny though. I don't yeah, know. It, it it really didn't make sense, and it on like like I said, it honestly did. You're right. It I did. Forgot, it did. It did ruin the, the demon ending. movie where people were throwing up blood and stabbing each other with needles. 
wasn't uh didn't make much sense. I'm sorry, I forgot. Uh, I forgot. it doesn't make also, sense. It's not also this is not a like good Evil thing, Dead. but you can make an argument for the Evil Dead movies being incredibly inconsistent up until the series being incredibly inconsistent. Like the nep the Necromonomicon uh, yeah. or whatever and is like three different types of books with three different like um types of like spells and pages and whatnot yeah. in all the movies. And then the third one is basically like a fucking Bible, basically. <laughs> like yeah. I mean in the series it's it's a Bible. And it's like literally like a like a Harry Potter spell book and yeah, it literally I mean, like, flew this, and bit him like in that Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that one just sucked him it, in it, and made it, his face weird. It, yeah. I, I feel like yeah there's inconsistencies in the in this demon horror series. Um but I feel like the the, the big like thing with me for that is what what I meant though is like they they showed that it was a very common thing that these demons would do that they would be possessing someone and they would switch back into a normal looking face in order to deceive the person mm-hmm. in um and then they would do that and then obviously they would switch back around and fucking kill them that was a thing that happened with practically every single character in the movie so when that didn't happen with that girl. I was just so confused. I was like, I was just waiting. I was waiting. I was waiting. I'm like, all right, when is she going to turn back? When is it going to be the reveal that mm-hmm. she's been fucking with him? Like, obviously, she's been fucking with him. And then it doesn't. And then she ends up being the hero and the like lone survivor of it. I'm like, what? What? So, what do you mean? I have some weird science, so it, maybe. Might explain that. You, so, you know how Go ahead. There's, there's five people, right? And the book needs five souls. Mm-hmm. So... People say oh, that her soul was taken, therefore she can't be possessed anymore because the her demon already taken. woke up. Exactly. So that's why. So no, actually, and there's, there's actually know. proof of this. We didn't watch it in the movie because Jacob saw the credits and was like, "Okay, go home, Nick." And like, <laughs> we didn't get to see the part where uh, after after the first credits. Like literally, mm-hmm. he turned it off before the the scrolling oh. credits. Yeah, we were still in the middle of like uh, the cinema credits, cinema credits, and right after that, <laughs> there's a scene where they show her possessed, where she gets into a truck and they and she's like, uh, she's like, oh, her soul's still taken. She's no, still I think like, I, I oh no, my, you end up just telling me that, but like even like okay, yeah, yeah her soul's still possessed. That makes sense, but like, so why did? So why do I care that she overcame her fucking addiction as well as the fight to kill this beast at the end? Like why? Well, why I do I fucking care? She's not actually that. a character. But, but the whole movie's about making you, know, you care about her, though. That's, there's not really an inconsistency because in the previous movies, like you could say, uh, Ash is like closest thing because Ash got fucking possessed in the second one. Yeah, twice. And the thing that got him out, yes, he got possessed twice. And the thing that got him out of it each time was the necklace that he gave um, his girlfriend uh, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And you could say the same thing with uh, the the remake. You could say the the necklace that uh, uh, fuck, I'm forgetting her names now. But the druggie, <laughs> the druggie's uh, <laughs> brother gave to her, and uh. you can you can it's the same thing basically. And mm-hmm. um, I, I guess I can understand. Uh, not liking that, but it doesn't make sense. And me. so, okay, it, it I, 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 I see that. That's fucking stupid, though. <laughs> that's fucking dumb, though. I think. I think. I mean, you stupid. can say that, but you I mean, can't I, say I it doesn't make dumb. sense. Okay, no, I, 
I I understand how it makes sense now, and so I just think it's stupid. Then I just don't I mean, think sure. that's a good way to do it. But um, fucking whatever. I mean, they, they I still did really man. enjoy the movie. Um, I still really did enjoy the Evil Dead remake. I thought a lot of the so, gore so, was yeah. really really fucking good in it. Um, that was your number three. Yeah, that was that was my number three. Though. Okay. Um, so I still got you know two more, of course, that I like more than it. Um, Nick, what about you? What's your number two? I think you're on. Number two is Army of Darkness for me. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and this used to be, like, my least favorite one, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, close to least favorite, but if I had to rank them. But, like, rewatching it on my second time, like, maybe it was just whatever I was on. Or, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it was really funny to me. Yeah. And, like, it was, like... A lot of I'm like not the biggest fan of the Ash character, but he's like full on Bruce Campbell's like full on Ash, full on batshit crazy in the mm-hmm. third one, and um I, I dig it a lot. And um as far as like uh uh like horror, there's like little to none. Uh, but uh I, don't know, I just find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I I I think I think it's, it's really good. Yeah, I um, I'd say it's not even really a horror movie. Like there's really well, no horror. I would say uh in it. It's basically like it's an action comedy or adventure comedy like, almost. Action adventure. I, I think there's one part that I might have jumped at, but and it was when he was in the pit mm-hmm. and he was Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That I that's those are the dead I, I want to see, not the mm-hmm. phone guys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, that's yeah. our number two. Nice, nice. Uh, what about you, Nathan? What's your number two in the Evil Dead series? Well, if Evil Dead Two is my number one, Evil Dead One is my number two. Of course, of course. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Evil Dead Two is, I don't know. It's just I, I think it's it's when he becomes like a legendary badass. So that's what defines it as my favorite, really. Because one was just like a campy horror movie, and that's why like it's still good. I really like it. It's just Two is just funnier and cooler to me, I think. Mm-hmm. But so, so two you is had... what Sam Raimi wanted to make, mm-hmm. uh, like originally, yeah. or well, like not originally, but is what he wanted uh, the first one, the first story to be. He just he didn't really have the budget to do what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. But, but yeah, the yeah. second one is excellent. In my right opinion. On. For uh yeah, for my number two, um, this is honestly tough, but um, I think I got to go with Army of Darkness for number two. Um, I I really really did like Army of Darkness. I said um, this is you know my first time watching all any of these movies, but I thought Army of Darkness was just fucking hilarious and just an absolute enjoyable ride that I would rewatch like any time. It's so so funny. Um, and the part where he fucking jumps up and catches the chainsaw on the stump of his arm made me come so hard. Um, <laughs> and the part where he uses the belt to oh my swing up on the chain. God, yes, dude. He's got Fuck. that to a T now. Absolutely. The first movie. Fuck, that's awesome. Um, Is that something that they like mention in the series at all? Like with uh with his? Because I, I don't really remember. Do they ever like give him any like different gadgets? To go with his arm, well, he's got like he gets, a medieval like, the, glove, the and he's glove. got like two other ones from in like the series from Pablo. 
He has like a wooden one and then a, his own metal robotic one. But then he has the chainsaw, which is a classic. Right? Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I want. That's what I wanted to see in this one when they established that he had something like that in the second movie. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see him like go balls to the wall, like you know, put a, I don't know, put a, put a dildo on there and yeah. see what he does with that. Definitely. That would be know. something I feel like would happen in this third series. Yeah. Or the, you know, yeah, Netflix. <laughs> Absolutely. It does. It almost, Oh, is it on Netflix? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, man. Didn't know that? I've, yeah. I've, I, no, because it was a Showtime it thing, so I, I didn't know where to find it for the longest time. I thought it was Stars. Yeah. I don't remember. It, it's kind of Oh, it was around. one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, that's my number that two. Is everybody's second? Um, yeah, two. yeah. So what about you, Nick? What's your number one? Of course, I mean, we know, you know. The best Evil Dead movie that ever has been made. Uh, is the uh, remake? Yes. yes. Um, fuck, man, I love yeah, this. Speak movie. on it. Speak this on movie it, is man. like no, let's hear it. this movie is my like my fucking bread and motherfucking butter. Uh, I remember first watching this movie and falling in love in it because uh, I, I basically did exactly what I did with Jacob uh, a few years ago back in like high school. And I was like when I was like exploring more horror and stuff. And Evil Dead popped up, and I was like, oh, let's just watch them all now. And uh, I loved the series, and I loved everything about it, and, like, all, all the ideas it brought. And I quickly became a fan. And then when I re-watch- when I watched the remake uh, of uh, the Evil Dead 2013 remake, uh, directed by uh, Feed Alvarez, I believe his name is, mm-hmm. um, I, 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 I felt like someone who loved the original movies and had like approval, you know, from his creator, which it, he did. I felt like he made that movie the way he wanted to, and I felt like there was a lot of love put into it, while Definitely. being like kind of unique from the rest of the series itself. Well, I mean, like all the other movies are very unique from each other. Mm-hmm. So I thought keeping that same element into the remake, uh, fucking t- like thirty years later, is really really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of like, I, I I love my fucking, uh, I love blood, I love fucking gore, I love all that shit in this, and this movie brings it to the motherfucking table, dog. Like, um, some of the best, some of the best practical effects uh of the last ten years have been, uh, horror, and this is one of the best movies to showcase that, um, mm-hmm. because you can still do that, you can still do practical, you know, hands and shit, you can still use gallons and gallons of blood yeah and they do that in this movie and um i think i think part of the reason why i love this movie is you know, behind the scenes of the filmmaking there's just a lot of care and a lot of um love put into this movie and regardless of it being uh without bruce campbell um like with with everything that it doesn't have like evil dead properties um, I, I think it's okay because this movie was just set up to make a really badass uh, Evil Dead um, movie, and I, I know I know like a lot of people say it's not really an Evil Dead movie. And that's mm-hmm. I, I could definitely see that, but oh oh you cut out oh. uh, you cut out on uh, oh. I I can see that. Uh, like, oh, I just—I don't even know what I'm saying. That. Uh, oh, I can see why people don't like the remake, but I guess I do. I don't know what I was saying. Uh, 
<laughs> but yeah, I, I love it. Um, yeah. I, awesome. I, I do actually think you, you said something about like you didn't care about the um, the recovery aspect of the movie. I thought it was an interesting element. I yeah, um, like I said, I I in terms of in terms of addiction at first. And well, in ter- and it, it's in terms of like people. I I I've, I've personally been witness to seeing people come up with draws mm-hmm. this real hard experience for who's ever in the house with them yeah um and um you know i i, I saw a lot of honest like uh while, while there's demons and people blistering off their skin and shit mm-hmm. going on in this movie i saw a lot of honest representation of uh, what that feels like yeah. for a lot of people. And no I doubt. That was a good element. No doubt. Um, um, yeah, there's a lot of lot of heart and yeah. emotion um, in the remake that um, I definitely think is there and palpable and really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, just the best kills, the best, the best gore. Seriously, like I'm What's not even kidding. Scene? Like in the whole movie, not probably the. the the scene, my favorite scene is definitely the scene where, um, why am I forgetting their names right now? I would know all their names, but when Mia, Olivia. Um, there's Natalie, I think. There's a Natalie, Hillary? Who's the. I have no, no idea. Who's the, who's the, who's the teacher guy? <laughs> the teacher. You know what I'm talking about though. But it's when Olivia's in the bathroom. She's already possessed. Yes. Okay. You're talking about the like, bathroom scene. Fucking yes. face. And uh, and teacher guy walks in, and, he, uh, and that's oh, she's like, I'm not gonna spoil it if no one's ever. Yeah, yes, no. if no one's ever seen Evil Dead remake, I'm not gonna spoil it. That seems bad yeah. fucking ass. One of my favorite scenes of all time. I agree. The noise it's itself is pretty horrifying. I agree. That's a top. That's a top it's tier. So well of, it's so well done. That's a top tier moment of the series. I abs- uh, I remember that uh, that scene. You know, try not to give away too much of it, but you know. Um, he slips at one point, and me and Nick at the oh, same yeah. time both go like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like I knew it was coming, awesome. and I was still like, "It was like, Ooh. yeah." It, that it that seems sick. amazing. I agree. But yeah, that's my number one Evil Dead remake. I love the Evil Dead series. I love every single movie, even my least favorite. I love the first one. Um, uh, oh, I didn't mention this is the first, the the, the second Evil Dead that has like a full on like five people casting it rather than bringing in like side characters to fill in those spots. Okay. Um, and I like that a lot. Nice, I thought that yeah. was good. For sure. That's cool. Yeah. Sick movie. Um Nathan, you kind of already spoke on it. Um and obviously we'll go more into it in the next section. But mm-hmm. um you wanna kind of just give a rundown a, a rundown of your list again, I guess. Um and just well, why you love Evil Dead, I guess. Evil Dead two, number one. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead 1 is my number 2. Armored Darkness is my number 3. And the remake is my fourth one. And not because I don't not like it. It's just I like the other ones a lot more for my own personal reasons. not saying it's bad. It's good. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. It's probably the most grotesque, horrifying one, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Gorefield especially. And just like... For sure. Yeah. Just like, you know. But like... Yeah, I mean... Evil Dead 1 is it's pretty scary sometimes like there's some good scares in there and there's some pretty grueling moments like the moment where that girl takes the pencil into her like oh my god is horrible that is horrible that 
that that right there is the most um like squeamish yeah making me scene out, out of the entire i forgot series. about that when i first that, when I re-watched that it. scene it scared the yeah. shit out of me. me up dude. exactly yeah i hate when people stab things near your feet in yeah. general and That's then and then disgusting. the twist oh yeah. fuck it goes on for so they long like too. stood on that they like stood on that shot for a good five yeah. seconds mm-hmm. of her just like gouging hard, it in their foot exactly. oh. it was good yeah mm-hmm. but the whole series i mean I mean, Darkness doesn't have that gore, which I like about the first two a lot, which mm-hmm. is why it's at the third. If it had, like, organs and limbs and corpses, like, for the Army of Darkness, it'd probably be maybe a little over the top, but still, I'd probably like it a little bit more. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But. For sure. Uh, I, I like how in the first two, Ash gets the most injured he's probably ever been. Like, And the reason I like the second one yeah. a lot is because mm-hmm. you see him cut off his own hand. And he is literally like, he just wants to stop this fucking thing. Like he is ready to do whatever it takes, and he's gonna—he literally cannot be killed. Like he is like the most stubborn. Mm-hmm. He gets the fucking life beat out of him in this movie. Like, and, yeah, seriously, so like, much. Like if I was in that situation, like, I'd be dead from the first two it's, things it's that happened. To me. Hilarious how how much he gets messed up. Oh, I, we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, I guess, though. We'll, we'll we'll get more into that in the next section though. But anyway. I brings me to my number one. It's the first one, Evil Dead One. Yeah. Um, I I really really loved this movie. Actually, I really think a lot of the scares work for me. I think there's a lot of really great tense scenes, and like I said, I think the most like uh thing that I was you know looking forward into in these movies is making me feel really squeamish due to the body horror and such. And that fucking pencil scene is just the worst of them all in the best possible way i think yeah. a lot of the tension really works for me in that movie i think all of the side characters are fucking great and entertaining they all hold purposes though um almost like character caricature-esque at times um i think it played off them really well though and i just i really like all the side characters and just the overarching story um I gotta say, I'm not a big fan of the Ash character, just in general. Um, and that's, I do kind of like him in this movie because um, because he's a pussy Wait. and that's his character. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, I'm sorry, but you uh, said you didn't like him because he was a pussy in this one. No, but I, I, I like it. I like it more because he's like a consistent character throughout it. Like, I didn't like him as a character, I guess, because he was a pussy, but I like that he was like a consistent real character throughout, which made it mm. interesting enough. Um, but that is like an issue that I, I do have with the second one, which I'll go in depth more, you know, later. But um I I, I, I really think honest. a lot of it works for me in that first one. A lot of the horror really works for me. Um, and I think it's shot in a really cool way a lot of the times. I think, you know, you can really tell it's a student film for sure with some of its visuals and especially in its like sound design. Um, uh, but I-, I don't mind. They don't take me out of it because everything else just works so, so well for me, I think. I think it's structured yeah, it, very it, well. It's definitely actually probably the most formulaic out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um in terms of like structure yeah uh i I would say 
Ash's character doesn't really feel like like Raimi when he first wrote it doesn't even feel like he like wanted Ash to be like anything more than just the you know final guy of the movie. Yeah, um, and I I, and I, I I appreciate that you know. I I, 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 I can it. understand that if you if you don't like the Ash character at all, then yeah, I can totally understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of what he turns into, I guess. But, um, yeah, I fucking, I really, really enjoyed the first one. Um, and it just works for me on so many different levels. Um, that movie's fucking awesome. I, 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 I just, I love it, you know? Love, love, love that first mm-hmm. one. Anyway, that's uh, our fucking Evil Dead ranked. We'll run through each of our lists one more time. I had Evil Dead what? 1 at the top. And then Army of Darkness, and then the Evil Dead remake, and then Evil Dead Two, and then Nick, you want to run down your list top to bottom? Yeah, one to four uh, remakes the best. Uh, Army of Darkness two, and then one. Nice. And then uh, Nathan. Uh, the two is my one. The one is my two. Army of Darkness is my third, and the Evil Dead remake two thousand thirteen is my fourth. Right on, right on. That's going to close our section for that. Um, We're going to go into a little intermission break right here, and then we'll be back with our in-depth spoiler thoughts finally on Evil Dead 2. Stay tuned. Hey, guys. Just wanted to remind you to stay until the end of the episode if you want to hear what we're talking about next week so that you can DM us if you want to participate in the conversation on the topic of the week or the review. Either or is fine. And also just wanted to give a huge shout out to Anchor. I would not be able to do any of this without Anchor. They are the best. They'll distribute your podcast anywhere. It's super easy and free to use. So huge shout outs to Anchor for letting me do this. And thanks for listening. All right, guys, we're fucking back. And we're going to go into our in-depth spoiler thoughts on Evil Dead 2 by Sam Raimi. This one came out, and I cannot fucking tell you because I'm stupid and didn't prep it. 1987. There we go. Um, shout out. Um, anyway, let's get right shout into our fucking... Yeah, shout out to 80s, of course. And so let's get right into our thoughts on it. Nick, you want to start with your thoughts on Evil Dead 2? I do want to start with a question, actually. Okay. For Jacob. Hit me with it. Jacob. Hit me. Hit me. You have a very unpopular opinion. Uh, with a lot of people that um, watch the Evil Dead franchise. I understand. Um, You do not like the Ash character, especially, you like the first one, first Ash, Pussy Ash. And I like the third Ash. Ash, I do like like Ash in Army of Darkness. Um, So why do you not, I feel like Ash is very similar in the second movie. The the reason is because of the way that like in Army of Darkness, why I love it so much is he's that way from the beginning. He sticks to it, and that's his character. Like he is a fully formed character, you know, and that is his personality. Same as in the first one. But the issue I have so much with his character in the second one is, um, I really feel like he becomes a, you know, fast talking, quippy, badass dude out of fucking nowhere. Like. He, I, I really felt like there was no real buildup into him being a badass. I, I didn't believe his transition into it. And that really honestly just pulled me out and made me dislike the character. Oh, I was just like, hold on, wait. he's Why is he this way all of a sudden? I did This did not fit anything that it's given me about the character at all. Um, and just 
honestly just constantly kind of kept taking me out in a way um in, in that way i see i yeah i just didn't i didn't find his transition in um uh into being a badass believable you didn't find it realistic I didn't. I didn't find it believable for the world was that they built. Was he even a either. badass though? I mean, when did he actually? Though, be... That's exactly when he became one. <laughs> <I was> gonna, <laughs> that I is the most say, badass he, thing he does. He starts. Set, he's mm-hmm. like. He's like. Ooh, do some sugar baby mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. shit like that. Like uh, way a... before he ever became crazy. But like, I, I want to say, like, was he ever badass in the second one? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think yeah, at he least he just, tries to he was be. Just, like. I I I, told, like, I think he was badass in the third one, and they definitely established it in the last scene of the third one, where he's like mm-hmm. a complete badass. But in like the second one, he's like just a guy that's going fucking insane in this terror house of demons that are tormenting his mind and making him going crazy. He doesn't really do anything badass up until maybe the last few scenes. He's just a guy with a fucking chainsaw that he just chopped off his hand. He puts a chainsaw mm-hmm. on his wrist. And starts running mm-hmm. around screaming. Uh, like, he's not really much of a badass up until the last scene, I would say. It, and um, yeah, I don't I know. Just... I, I, I do feel like I can understand where you wouldn't like where a character is like, um, at one point, like, they actually do this really well. They play, because you know, this is a trope in a lot of horror movies where the character be, is like a stoner dude and then he becomes mm-hmm. like the badass of the movie. Yeah. They actually make fun of this in the cabin of the woods mm-hmm. uh movie yeah and uh, they do it like in a that great trope way that, that trope i just don't see it in the evil dead i don't know maybe it was just me yeah so uh, i do i do agree with that take. yeah it's just um uh, uncharacteristic um actions and motivations from him that i just didn't find believable with um compared to the other you know, basically two hours I'd seen of this character beforehand, you know? Would you say, wouldn't you say, though, you already said that, you know, that first hour and a half of that character you just witnessed is a completely different character and a completely almost different movie. Yeah, exactly. That, that, so that's, it, it's so different. That's why I find his transition hard to believe, you know? I feel like I okay. can believe it easily because he's lost everything, and the cabin is literally just too. toying with him. Like at this point, it literally does not give a single shit about what it does to him, and he knows and he has that. no he way knows. to escape. Yeah, and like these woods. Yeah, I think he he figured that out. So I think he's literally just doing whatever it takes to survive, uh-huh. even if it may be going in the laughing fit randomly. Yeah. I everything in the room is laughing at him. I the the like fifteen minutes or so from right before he cuts off his hand until um right when those other people get there, fucking amazing. Yeah, the whole scene of thinking. him cutting his arm off and the whole scene of him like going fucking insane, I loved. I thought it was fucking awesome. But that didn't that wasn't a scene that made me feel like okay that's like that big break in him. Now he's gonna be for some reason really quippy now and really like, you know, well I guess I that's really the best thing I think of well, like quippy and in his dead, dialogue. He did hit his head a lot, like a lot. For he sure, he, he gets fucked up in these movies, which is hilarious. Like, he gets so like so I, after he gets his hand chopped off by himself, he just gets he takes so many falls and it doesn't even like 
that doesn't even like put in perspective how many times he gets possessed in that movie alone. That probably made him even more crazy. Mm-hmm. And by the way, seeing himself in a mirror that he's literally just like grabbing himself and he wakes up like this, yeah. like it never happened. Mm-hmm. The doors like closed again. Like he's going insane. I feel. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I fucking love that that uh, that scene as well, Jake. Yeah, uh, that, that that whole uh, like... just because of its insanity, man. Yeah. And it all he, starts he off really with that um, axe the shit out of that. It, um, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, something I, I love that. Something I, love that scene I think where they should do more is because, like, oh, when yeah. they come to the cabin and they like he shoots them, and then he gets you know tackled down. Uh-huh. I love how like they could not understand what the hell he was on about, what happened to his hand. Or, like they didn't question it really. I wish they did. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of wish they was like. What the hell is this guy just? They don't through? question it, do they? They just say, "Hey, so my parents just one of them. My parents are dead. Where are they?" Yeah. You're like, "Where's yeah. my dad?" Yeah. <laughs> Shut they up! I won't listen. Anything. Yeah. They're like, "I gotta find my parents." And, and, and like Ash is like on the floor, just writhing with like mm-hmm. with a chainsaw next to him. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought that was that. That, that actually. Was- one of the reasons why I don't like the second one is because of that side plot with those characters. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's, um, I fucking kind of hated all of them. I, and like, all of those side characters yeah, are really fuck. uninteresting. They're all they, so... They kind of seem like they drive the story forward and that's about it. That's, and that's it. They were die. definitely plot devices. Yeah. Character, yeah. Yeah, and you know that, that, that leads back into why I loved so much of that first one is each of those characters, especially uh, Cheryl... I love the character of Cheryl um, in that mm-hmm. first movie. And she, um, something that's really fucking important in horror movies is the scream. Now, whether it's a man or a woman screaming, usually in a lot of horror movies, it, it ends up being a woman screaming a lot. Um, um, that's just kind of how, how it ends up going in a lot of horror movies. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'll fucking cancel me, I guess. Have you seen but um, and that's obviously fine. It, I love it. I love screaming in horror movies. Uh, but there's a real fucking art to getting a great scream. Cheryl had a really great scream. I thought Ash has a really great scream. One of my my favorite screamer of all time is um Cheryl Lee in the Twin Peaks series. She is the fucking best. It's the most terrifying scream I've ever fucking heard. Um, and maybe it's just because I like had just finished Twin Peaks right right before we fucking marathoned Evil Dead. But I had and uh, other characters in Twin Peaks as well who have just incredible screams in leading into and then the Cheryl scream, which is great, leading into number two with that. I think her name was Annie with the most fucking annoying worst horror movie scream i've ever heard it was so painful to listen to this woman scream it hurt my ears and she was constantly screaming the last like 30 minutes of the movie it actually made me just so annoyed because i already already didn't like any of the side characters because they're just so uninteresting to be honest she just has the worst scream ever oh God. When Ash gets possessed and fucking throws her and like starts attacking her, like <laughs> that was really funny to me. Yeah. And yeah. Side side topic to that. Apparently, there was a deleted scene from the movie where he eats a squirrel when he's. There is. Yeah, I heard <laughs> about this. 
That's awesome. Whoa. Uh oh. Oh, Nathan left. Uh-oh. Nathan disconnected. Hey, uh-oh. what's up? Welcome to the Hey, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Oh. Hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Hello, my baby. Hello, my We seem to have lost somebody. Oh. Uh oh. I, I'm back. Sorry, I don't know no. what happened. My Discord just closed. You're good. You're good. No, I know how Discord fucking sucks, man. Um, I just say eat a squirrel and then leave. <laughs> yes. Good. Yeah. That was a deleted scene, though. Um, those were actually not a deleted scene. That. that was just footage that was lost. Yeah, they lost really? a lot of footage. There's a, a lot, lot of footage, footage in this movie. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Why? Do you? It's um, very weird. What? What happened? Some of it was cut, like. Like one of them was of like more blood, like yellow and orange blood, instead of the like giant fountain of blood that he gets splashed by. That was one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Another one was uh the, his brother who played Henrietta, uh, Ted Raimi. He he actually is in a oh, lot of yeah. movies. He's in oh. a lot of cameos, but he was Henrietta. And another fun fact is he sweated a fuck ton in the suit. He would <laughs> not stop sweating. And he he had a scene where he's in a rocking chair, uh-huh. and just like. It was like a close-up of her eyes, or his eyes, if you think about it. But it was that, and then just just a whole slew of other things that they didn't add. Oh, there, yeah, there was one where he like, like, uh, the scene where Henrietta is like in the rocking chair with a, uh, old researcher dude, and he's like recording the tape, and mm-hmm. then there's like a close-up of her. I actually, I think that is a deleted scene. I don't know if, it's, so I feel like I've seen that. I don't know. I, I, don't or something. I honestly am not sure what you guys are talking about, so I think it might I be. I definitely insane. heard. This is hey, like lost check footage from Evil it's Dead It's probably too. on the trivia. Mm-hmm. Nice. It, it's no. funny that um that you said it was Ted Raimi that played Henrietta. Oh, yeah. He was in a mm-hmm. bodysuit that whole time, basically. Mm-hmm, yeah, it was. A you could definitely tell in the last scene, bro. Aww. You could definitely tell when he's like when he's like coming out of the fucking uh when he's coming out of the cellar. He's like. There's like scraps, and you can like that is 100% like some bodysuit yeah. he's yeah. under, and he's like floating around, and you can see shit coming out. Like, come on, it was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, those are that, that, that's fucking lost footage, man, that you will never mm-hmm. get to see. Uh, yeah, from a crazy, interesting production. Also, fucking um, I'm just keep I just keep trashing on this movie. I I I Dude. really don't think this movie's good. I the the other ones in the series. I but have you said issues. it was good. No, no. When when you, did I say that? You said that? you even liked it. When did I say that? Maybe maybe I liked it mm. a little bit when it ended, but um, I uh, I, I I I honestly fell asleep during during part of the climax. I I ended I up I ended up going back and fi- actually rewatching it, and I was like, What part did you fall man, asleep? This at? climax fucking sucks. Um. Really? I, I bet you fell asleep when they went to the woods to find the Bobby Joe girl. Um, I bet that's I, it. I fell asleep um, right after um, he got back and he's like, I'm not possessed anymore. It's not oh, right. yeah. You know, basically right, right then right. Um, for, right. for like a little bit. But um, and uh, to be fair, I did miss more than I thought I did. But going back and rewatching that climax, that scene fucking sucks, I think, honestly. Um, especially like with with the the suit with the the fucking snake head thingy yeah it's like come on there's so much in all of these movies where like i don't have an issue with practically a single one of the visuals in the first movie honestly i think all the visuals work for me in the first movie 100% 
And you, I feel like it should in the second movie, especially when they have a noticeably higher budget. And most of it did work for me. Um, but that whole scene of his him his confrontation with the big blob thing with the weird neck mm-hmm. is just Henrietta. so. I think it, I think yeah. it sounded like a monkey so at one point. Fucking horribly done. I yeah, thought. it's a chimpanzee noises. Yeah, I, that was kind of odd. Like, it, I just thought it was shot so poorly. It was it, like quite a few insert cgi shots that just looked fucking horrible i thought um and it just released so much tension in it and like fuck dude i did i did not enjoy it i i yeah um you were tense during this movie you fell asleep no i wasn't i wasn't tense but i mean i wasn't it takes the it takes the tension out of the scene i think like there is tension oh, in that scene, uh, I mean, and I think it loses that, all of it when it cuts to the very first insert shot of it. I'm like, oh, this looks fucking horrible. What? There's, there's that, there Why is that one so specific bad? shot where it's like behind Henrietta and like her yeah. neck's like extended and she's like, <laughs> and like and you can see the it. Face. it. It looks pretty bad. Oh, but, I, like, uh, I, I, I couldn't, think, I couldn't I think, stop thinking about this during that fight scene. Every single right. every single punch he would land, but then the swipes the of the chainsaw would miss. I'm like, yeah. what? What? Like, like the punches Henrietta would just fucking take him, but then the when he'd swing the chainsaw, she would dodge him. I, I, I seriously like during that. I'm already fucking not really enjoying the movie and already nitpicking it, you know. Of course, and then like I'm just watching. It, I'm like, what? This is just this is just so stupid and like. Just not sure. well done, I think. Um, I I thought I also thought it was funny, uh, how he was fighting that big tree demon at the end, oh, yeah. and he has a fucking hand chainsaw, and he doesn't use it once during that. He, he, he uses his it. Arms he around. uses it once. The like Does chainsaw he? in I the do eye. Not remember no, that. yeah, he he does it oh, once. Yeah, the reach that, forward and that, chainsaw the fucking part. eye. I'm like, I, actually, I do remember fuck. that because I remember watching it and I'm like, thank you for finally doing something. Yeah. And, yeah. They, they had but, like yeah. lots of shots with him and then a shot of like shot reverse shots where it made you look like because, you know, the tree hand was like holding him and made it look like he was a lot further away. So I'm like, OK, that's why he's not using the chainsaw. And then when um... he finally uses it, I'm like, it actually finally shows like a back shot of like in relation how he close he is. I'm like. No, he's right in front of the face. Like, there is no excuse not to use the chainsaw any time before that. It's just yeah. poor writing. It's ridiculous. Well, alongside a lot of else in the movie that is just like dumb. I thought I uh, I didn't I didn't get the whole thing. Um, you're talking about how he gets possessed multiple times mm-hmm. in it. Um, I I I don't get I I I don't get that. Why, like, what, what he he would get unpossessed like that. I, I just kind of thought that was that well, was dumb and didn't make movie, any sense. He was sense, the only one who didn't get possessed. I think it's fair to just like have your expectations be like completely abolished is when he can get possessed randomly. And it, and then it's like you kind of want to root for him more because he could get possessed. But at, at the same time, it's like, you know, it's like, I don't know. You can just get possessed. It's not like there's a movie here. But yeah, at the same that, time, even well, he was easily more funnier they did a... than the first one. That's a fact. That's they a did fact. establish was really the funny. souls. Exactly. They established how, how many souls they needed. And they did get Ash's soul. And Ash's soul has been taken. And I'm pretty sure the series talks about this as well. Um, 
that Ash's soul has never, you know, actually has been his since uh, he got possessed. But he is able to come back with that, like, little omen thing uh, mm-hmm. that, like, mm-hmm. that, uh, what you would call it, the necklace, necklace thing. Yeah. What, what I, is that thing? Like, it's, it's like, like a, a it's like a monocle, basically. Ooh. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, thought it would look like the thing what from the, the Spider-Man Chronicles. What yeah, was he thinking? Who wants that? Who wants yeah. that? Anyway. Shit, shit like that in movies of like, uh, you know, I'm irreversible. I can't fucking do anything. Oh, I see this one thing and it brings me out of it. That that's kind of like a like a trope or a cliche, I'd say, in a lot of movies. Um, and it always doesn't work for me. It always pulls me out of the movie and just making me think like, okay, that was just the fucking laziest way they could have done to pull him out of the thing, you know. I think it was like painstakingly obvious in this movie. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, fucking sorry. Another thing I I wanted to bring up that I was so confused about. I do not understand the first ten minutes of this movie. I don't understand what? where it takes I'll place. Tell you something right I don't, now. Uh, yeah. I don't understand where it takes place in the timeline. I don't understand who this fucking girl is. I don't oh, know yeah. what the fuck happens. The reason it makes for that no sense. More. Is because they literally could not get the rights for the first one again for some reason, so they had to reshoot it. And that was—it's funny how they do that because they not only do it for the second movie, which is kind of weird, they do it for the third because yeah. the the second one ended, remember? And he like shot that demon. They do. And the demon looked horrible, do do by the way. That demon looked like shit. It looked like doo doo. Yeah, for sure. But and the third one is way different. Like he had the same fall, but everything else is different after that. So it, yeah. in, in that first scene, is that girl who's Linda? Is that supposed to be the Linda from the first movie? Yeah. It's just supposed to be his girlfriend. Like they couldn't. So they didn't the have a budget. So yeah. So, so yeah, you're you're correct about. So the studios, in fact, all of the movies had to go through different studios and a bunch of mumbo jumbo. So mm-hmm. none of the movies. The reason why a lot of the continuity and a lot of elements that are very jumbled in all the movies. Is because not every single Evil Dead movie was made by the same studio, so they didn't own the rights to the mm-hmm. others. It's yeah. very weird. Yeah, um, and that and, one, and the reason, yeah, you're saying the tragic. reason why the the what? Uh, well, sorry, I'm just you, you keep, why, no, no, keep going. Why sorry. it's like the way it is. Um, the reason why the first scene is no, the way I, yeah. it is is yet yeah, is yes because uh, Sam Raimi couldn't get the rights to his own movie. And he couldn't um, get the footage from the first movie to. Which is just um, stupid, by the way. That yeah, it's absolutely happen. stupid. It's horrible. That's it's horrible. Show. So he reshot it. He reshot it, but he in, uh, another thing popped up. He didn't have enough. Uh, he didn't have a budget to have uh, any more actors like the first movie. So he could just he did not it with get Linda this, and Ash. What, could, it, could he not get the at least the same Linda actress? I mean, what what was the up with that? At least make it like clear that it. You know, I I have no idea, but I do I know mean, like some of that characters. I honestly don't like think the, it matters. It, I don't think it matters. Like, literally, it, it, a house made of it. It, it matters. I mean, like, Jacob, that's the thing. It's Jacob, like, Jacob, be, be, Jacob. If you know that the two movies that the one one is, you know, if you know that, I don't know how to tell you. Like, it makes sense because like they're not connected. Like, it's just literally a retelling. The second movie is just a retelling of the first movie, and it's just what Sam Raimi wanted to do with a better, bigger budget. Like 
there's no there's no story continuity with the first it's, one it's pretty shocking second, how he made the second, the second one. one in general because it's like it's it, it's just literally the same movie just yeah. the second one has got a different and like, ending in the middle yeah. and I, the ending isn't really an ending you literally just get sucked through a portal and then get in another and, place okay like that that all makes sense and that's really fucking tragic a lot of that stuff but i mean that that honestly just makes me dislike it like those continuity things are an issue to me okay. and they do bring me out but, of it you, and they do but, make but, me but, enjoy but, but, it interesting but, history though but, like, is an issue though because i wouldn't think that's but, an issue in the future but it was for them so like you're gonna play you're gonna play dumb and say say like like i'm sorry this is like bothering me but you're gonna be like they are continuity you're gonna just keep it that way in like head canon basically and like say that they are because i'm confused because like if you understand that they're basically two separate movies of the same story then like i, I feel like it's not that and hard then to I, I just don't around. enjoy that like i, I don't know i mean the, so you don't like that but i, I just mean, don't you, like I the fucking you, movie you don't like that I, I really just don't fair, like really any but, aspect of the movie you don't like, like besides the like I, I really don't like they're they're the only redeeming thing of Evil Dead Two for me is right. that like fifteen minutes where he cuts off his hand and like starts going loony and insane. I but say, really that's probably my favorite part. Basically everything else about the movie I, I really think fucking sucks. I don't think I don't like any of the characters. I don't think they're done well in any way. A lot of the visuals are just straight up fucking worse for some reason. Um I don't think it. I think there's a lot more interesting shots that Sam Raimi goes for in that first one. Um, um, I think uh, he just kind of plays it almost a little bit safer. Like even those, like the you know the the classic fucking shots of it going through the forest. E- even those shots of the you know the Raimi camera going through the forest, man. that evilness is like so. Better, it's so less intimidating. The 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 camera yeah. going through the forest and such. Um, it, it feels less intimidating, um, and like that was um, I that was I actually like something it. that Raimi and his brother invented was that camera trick. It's fucking yeah, it was awesome in the first did. movie. Yeah. it's fucking awesome, and like the the whole scenes I mean, of it like going around the house and shit. I like when he was into the like the raptors and shit of the house. He was running and breaking doors and like turning left and right. That that, that is a cool. Really that part. that's a cool scene. That, that, I gotta that disagree with you on that take, man. I felt okay. like the second one, with the better budget and the better like equipment they had, I thought their shots, they did a lot of shots they did in the first one that I thought were much crisper, better. The first one was really cool. How it was super inventive and whatnot. Uh, but like, man, like I felt like he made the movie he wanted to make the second one. And it's just that was better. The thing is, it's like when you see the first one, you want to see the second one and have it be similar, right? Like you want to see this. I movie knew that. I knew the second like one that. was gonna be like completely tonally different and like way more campy and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I was excited for that. But I mean, I just I also think it's just like really poorly written and like bad writing and bad writing i think they are both pretty campy that's what i love about the first one is it really toes the line of it's super campy and it, it with like its characters and such like that and mm. the environment is super fucking campy but then it has these really really genuinely tense scary moments and i think it really balances it out well and i don't think it balances it well in the second one for the first one like it's a lot more atmosphere i'd say mm-hmm. 
I gotta head out. It's quick. I'm you gotta head out. Hey, no worries. Hey, thanks for joining us, hey, Nick. Dude. Um, fucking check out Nick. Nick underscore sailing on Letterbox. He's actually updating his shit. Um, see you fucking next week, bro. Yeah. See ya. Later, man. Thanks for hopping on. Got you on the flip. All right. It was yeah. good talking I'll with you, brother. Yeah. Later, dude. You know, I you know I didn't know we were plugging our letterboxes. I got a letterbox. We'll we'll, we'll plug, plug we'll plug we'll plug that at the end. We'll we'll plug All it right. again at the end. Okay. Um, I was just doing that since he was leaving, but. All right. Anyway, um, you, were you in the middle of a thought? I thought. Uh, well, I was gonna say kind of off topic, earlier topic maybe, but if you like his scream, you should play him in Dead by Daylight because he screams <laughs> all the fucking time. Nice. Not shut the hell up. He's like the only character in the game that talks. Seriously, he's seriously the only one. I swear mm-hmm. to God. That's and I'm cool. glad they got him because he's a legendary character. Honestly, like absolutely, he was made for that role. He was like Anthony Hopkins level of Hannibal Lecter. That's dope. Yeah, he he's mm-hmm. he is super iconic in his face and the whole character. And like I said, you know, I love him in the first one and in the fourth yeah. and in the third one. But man, I just really don't like the second one. And like, like I was saying, I just think the writing is really poor top to bottom. Um, and that just kind of gets on my nerves a lot when it's just like bad yeah. characters, I guess. I don't know. To be honest, I, I, I would like the second one more. Well, I do like it a lot. I'd, I'd like it more, mm-hmm. even though I, it is my number one. If it was more of the same like scenes with just him, because you would never expect to him to be able to survive this long with all this shit going on, as well as like like, you know what I mean? Like, he's, he's basically insane at this point. He's literally chopped off his own limb. Mm-hmm. He's literally chainsawed his girlfriend, girlfriend's head off. Yeah. Which already is, like, like very Fucking spastic. insane. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, if it was more comedy and, like, slapstick horror and gore, just mixed like that without, like, shitty, like, story elements. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, more Three Stooges, like, I don't really know what to say. Like mouse hunt, I guess he kind of did have a mouse hunt mm-hmm. scene with the hand. Yeah, and he fucked, it flipped him off. Adam's family type shit. He got mouse yeah. trapped and they shot him the wall. Mm-hmm. And you have the like, Wes Craven like Freddy Krueger type thing going on where he, you know, lots sure. of blood in the ceiling and you make it look like it's coming from the wall. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like that stuff. You you said yourself that's your favorite part. It's probably my favorite part as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Do you do you mm-hmm. wanna? I've been shitting on this movie a lot. Uh, I do, I do want to hear some of the stuff that you really love about it, because I know you have such a deep, deep love for this movie. You know? Well, it's like the thing is, it's such a fantasy horror. It's like the first one was actually scary, but mm-hmm. it still was fantasy. This one for sure. is so fantasy, it becomes like comedy. It literally is uh-huh. a comedy at this point. Yeah. But like, he just becomes such an iconic character. You would never expect like it, it's literally. I don't know. I think I've heard this before, but it's like a nine-year-old took a character and just put a chainsaw on his hand and a sauna gun, right? And then ripped his shirt, and then he said catchy one-line, one-liners, right? Like, groovy, or like, you know, all the shit. It's said. pillow talk, baby. It's yeah, exactly. Talk. Yeah. It's just pillow talk. Sometimes he literally just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Like, he'll be like, just get the fuck out of my face, like I said earlier. Yeah. Or like... I, I love the gags, yeah. um... In Army of Darkness, um, with uh, something that I love so much about that movie is how um, you know it has these really one-dimensional um, characters of these like prehistoric characters, but they mm-hmm. play off that with the way how he interacts with them, 
and it's just yeah. consistently just fucking hilarious. Well, I thought I know and it was a really like, good way to do I it. Do, but I personally think like he's literally the coolest character you could get. No one else in the movie could outdo him in mm-hmm. badassery or being cool. Mm-hmm. Like when he talks to Henry the Red or Arthur, which are both serious and actually good characters, I think. Mm-hmm. And same with like the his like girlfriend, what's her name, Sheila at the time. Like mm-hmm. she's cool, but like nothing can top him. The focus is always on him. Yeah. Even if he's being a dork, a doofus, you know, stupid. Like when he pours sure. boiling water down his throat, oh it's not yeah, it's really scary. It's just like, oh. man, he will do anything. Mm-hmm. Just do do like get this over with. Mm. He one thing I will admit is like Bruce Campbell really does have such a great presence on screen. Mm-hmm. He can really um just completely dictate an entire scene based on some of his facial expressions exactly. and just outlandish stuff that he does. And he adds just a really interesting um level and character to these movies. Mm-hmm. Um that is it is really, really impressive. I think for sure. Yeah, like uh, I really, not... it makes me really want to watch um Ash versus Evil Dead. Um, you haven't finished it, have you? You're I haven't seen any one. of it. I haven't seen oh. any of Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I haven't honestly, seen any of it. I really want is, to. I'll say this: the writing is okay at sometimes, but it's really just the same old thing. Except he's older mm-hmm. and he doesn't care just as much, if not more. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I, I think I, I'll, I'll like that because of like mm-hmm. the way that he's fully formed into that character by the third yeah. one is what I love so much about that movie. And so like fully going into that, I think I will really enjoy. It's just yeah. primarily that um transition into it is what I don't Cause like. Because it's like, it, the thing is, it's like, it literally is the same guy, like the same actor, Bruce Campbell, legendary. But it's him, like... 30, 20 years in the future, which he is older, obviously, but he's still with the book. That's a minor spoiler, but he's still, you know, like a he's like a grumpy old fart now, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he he doesn't give a shit what he does, what like the, the drug based fluids he touches, things he beheads, he doesn't give a shit about anyone he, like what they think about, yeah. or sometimes he cares, but it's rare. It's uh-huh. rare I'll say that. And honestly, the two side characters in the show, I won't spoil them, but they're pretty good. You'd mm-hmm. like them, I think. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like he, like I don't know. It's he's he's iconic to the shirt he wears, a blue shirt. Mm-hmm. To the yeah, that, that shirt like, is iconic. Absolutely. Exactly. And that's crazy. It's just a blue shirt. It's like just a blue fuck? color shirt. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Like it's just it's just like a great character, like a great like antihero. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For sure. He he's definitely a very very interesting character. I'd say. Yeah. Um. Okay. Because he doesn't really have morals. He just kind of, like, you don't think he has, a, like, a goal in mind, right? It's just get through it, and then what happens What happens next is what happens. You know? mm-hmm. he, he's, he, he is, like, the epitome of the go-with-the-flow type character. Exactly. You know? Yeah. He really is, it, like, the definition the of The level of not giving a shit, it just goes up and up and up. It's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. For sure. Anyway, um, do you want to give some final thoughts into this movie? I think we'll start wrapping this up. Um. Honestly, I think... Or anything you just want to shout out or tidbits or anything, of course, you know? I'll just say, like... Let me think. So, I'll shout out to my friend Kevin. Okay. And my girlfriend, Ashley. Okay. And my friend wanted to go. Might as well. Uh-huh. Shout out to them, of course. Yeah, they're cool. And, I don't know. Shout out to 
uh, Halloween, I guess, because Halloween's cool. I get to watch all my favorite horror movies. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, also, I had one question, very off topic for you. Okay. Very weird question. Okay, of course. But are you the guy who has given Ad Astra a good review? Um, I I didn't just give Ad Astra a good review. I gave Ad Astra four and a half stars out of five. I you fucking know, I think that love Ad Astra. I fucking big fat zero. Ad Astra is fucking awesome. I hate that movie. That's garbage. I, I fucking I hate, hate you. That movie is fucking <laughs> awesome. Okay. I know it's not even good, but let's get into this. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. What though. do you like about Ad Astra? Dude, Ad Astra. I what it's is just good about that the movie? core story of Brad Pitt's character. Um, like I just find his character so so interesting in his journey of dealing with basically just his daddy issues it's just a Mm -hmm. it's just daddy issues slash apocalypse now in space and i think that's just fucking awesome and really engaging and each of the set pieces i think are so engaging and so fun um and visually it's just an absolute treat of a movie the cgi monkey is fucking stupid but i don't give a shit that's, that's like, what I was about to say. That's like one. Gonna be like, that's like the cool space alien. That's, that's like what one. That's like one thing. It's just like that. That core story of Brad Pitt and his daddy mm-hmm. issues, I found incredibly moving. The thing is, I was so I, I like emotionally invested. I saw this. In I saw this in IMAX, bro. I was <sighs> so like, I I was actually. Like I that I did tear up at the end of that movie. I was you com- did you teared up I, at I Ad Astra. actually fucking That's kind of funny. I cried at the end of Ad Astra. I was so... you cried when he was riding a fucking shield down to earth like nothing. <laughs> Is that what you're crying about? I'm crying too. Not that you cared when his dad said I don't care about your little thoughts oh and he fucking got to kill himself. I don't know, man. That's that's I that's understand not liking Hollywood for me. Um. I agree. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is not a good movie, but uh, that's, that's a topic for another time. Maybe we'll yeah. have you on for the Tarantino podcast so I can I have like someone else be. backing me. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Nick, I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is like a top three Tarantino for Nick. Which if is that's a top three fucking him, absurd. I don't even know what Reservoir Dogs is for him, or Pulp Fiction, or Django, or Angora's Death. Literally, what the fuck? That's the worst movie out of all of his movies. Yeah. I don't uh, know. I absolute don't know. fact. It's a fact. But yeah. anyway... Massive yeah. tangent, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out Ad Astra. That movie is fucking awesome. No, I don't I give a shit. That. that movie's dope as fuck, and I love it. Um. Anyway, though, that's we're gonna kind of wrap it yeah. up. Uh, uh. Obviously, I fucking I hate it. I I really don't like Evil Dead Two, and I'm sorry to people out there. I really, there's really no, it makes sense. The, besides that you, 15 minutes, I really think Evil Dead Two just has no redeeming factors to me. And giving it a score, um, I'd honestly have to give it uh, a two stars out of five. What about you? What What are you gonna give it on the star rating, Even or whatever two? rating you'd prefer? Well, honestly, I I rated it an eight earlier, but now honestly, I'm thinking about it. I I've, I've actually rewatched it. And I've liked it and liked it more weirdly sometimes. So mm-hmm. I don't know, I give it a seven point eight. Mm-hmm. Right on. That's right on. Rating. Okay. All right. That's going to fucking close up our review of Evil Dead 2. Shout out that. Um, uh, I'll fucking ask Nick if he can plug that shit into his letterbox so he can uh, give a star rating on that. I'll put that in the description, maybe. But anyway, that's going to wrap up this fucking podcast. This is In the Closet with Jacob Nestor. Check it out. Why is it called that, by the way? Um, Because I, this is my closet. I'm One, 
Um, Not to be rude, but isn't that kind of like a gay remark? It is a gay remark. I'm bisexual. I did not know that. Yes. There you go. I'm bisexual. So that's the whole that's the whole point of it. That's the gimmick. Um that that's the whole gimmick is I'm gay and I'm I'm that's going funny. back into the closet for the podcast, you know? Yeah. That, that's the, that's the thing. And the, yeah, I'm pretty lucky with this fucking closet space. Um It looks pretty good. It's pretty fucking big. My desk literally fits perfectly less than an inch on like either fucking oh, side touching the walls. It's kind of crazy. You ever get like you ever get the, it's a weird idea, right? Out of my head blue. Like, if you were ever swatted, like, your closet, would they know when you're in there? Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, bro. It, you wouldn't even the check fucking, the The door right there, you know, is the door down the stairs into the rest of oh, the Oh, really? Slash around the corner is the entire rest of my room, so. You have to go take a stairwell to your closet? Uh, to my room, yeah. Oh. Uh, my, my room is, uh uh like we, our house it's like the master bedroom it's the only thing on the top mm. floor and so my cool. room i pay extra for it it's basically like a living room slash bedroom i also have like a full That's bathroom in here and a balcony and this fucking even big cooler. ass closet it's it's i got way too lucky with this you. space of course you know i just get really fucking you know you got to get really tired you know of course, of course. Of course. but of course. yeah that's gonna wrap up this show. Check out In the Closet with Jacob Nestor either on YouTube or you can find it on Spotify, Anchor, or any other podcast share. Check out the other shit on my YouTube. I think I'm gonna be doing a closet quickie soon on the Twin Peaks series. Like I said, I finally finished that, so I'm just gonna we'll we'll see what I can cock with that. But I really just gotta spew out some of my theories and shit for that. But check that out. Follow In The Closet WJN on Instagram or Twitter. You can DM your thoughts and respond to the review and topic of the week. Next week, like I said earlier, we are going to be talking about the Halloween series. So if you want to give a ranked list of the Halloween series and your review of the first one, participate in the conversation and DM either of those accounts. You can also check me out Jacob ne- at JacobNester568, Instagram, Twitter, or Letterboxd. Posting a lot of shit on Letterboxd, of course. Love that app. <laughs> Huge shout out to that. Um, that's all I got to say. You got um, you wanted to shout out your Letterboxd as well? I forgot the name of it. Give me one second. <laughs> it was... Oh, oh, yeah. Here, hold on. I'll just put the profile link in there. My Letterboxd is, is this. It's 451. Very simple. Gimmick. You probably won't find it, but that mm-hmm. is it. Nice. I'll post it in the links like I do with everything else, of thank course. You. Thank shout, you. shout out, check out Nathan's letter block. Huge thank you to Nathan for hopping on this podcast. My uh, resident uh, evil dead lover. Loved having you on. Hopefully you can Prison come back evil. again. Uh, oh, cool. <laughs> of course. Uh, I thought you hated me because I fucked up Ad Astra. <laughs> <laughs> well, I understand the Ad Astra hate, but it's all right. <laughs> I fucking hate evil dead too. So that's the way she turns out. Literally. Yeah. That's going to close out this episode. Tune in next week for the Halloween review. Check out all this shit on the podcast. Share with everybody else. And thanks for listening. See you guys.